Cut the crap. How many times a day do you want to say that to politicians, the elite, the loony liberals, the fake news media, and the gender-confused emotional socialist snowflake crowd? Cut the crap is your secret weapon for fighting for our freedoms and our great republic. It all begins with a massive Massive mental mental enema, freeing you from the toxic news and politically correct views, which constipate your consciousness with stinking thinking. Your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer, is known for calling out politicians and telling them to cut the crap. You've seen him on virtually every television network and listened to him on Coast to Coast Radio. And now he's here to help you learn to fight for America. Culture, race, and American politics, they all have one thing in common. They all need to cut the crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. Hey there, Crap Cutters. Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Uh, welcome to the broadcast today. You're going to love this one, I'm telling you. It's going to knock your thoughts off. If you're brand new to the program, CRAP is an acronym. C-R-A-P, Culture, Race, and American Politics. Because I believe when you mix culture, race, and American politics, America goes to hell in a handbasket. And I'm talking, it goes incredibly fast. Well, I think the people that are going to save our country is going to come down to the women that are fighting this fight. I'm telling you, the women in this movement have bigger brass cojones than most of the men in this movement. And it is that female fighting Wonder Woman spirit that is going to believe, I I believe, truly, going to save our republic. At the forefront of this, somebody I refer to as Wonder Woman, Mel Kay, right? I'm telling you, when I when I see you, Mel, I just think Wonder Woman, and I am, you know, so thankful that you have dived off into this fight, and you are, uh, I think, uh, one of very select few, uh, maybe kind of like a Carrie Lake that has a uh, an impact that's impacting both all of us nationally. Uh, locally and internationally. So welcome to the program. I appreciate you very much. Thank you so much. I appreciate that intro. And uh, I feel the same about you. We, uh, we've you. several times crossed paths on the road and it's always such a pleasure. I, it's just, it's so nice to know that there's other people out there uh, fighting and standing up and not being afraid because that's, that's a big problem right now. You and I know, and uh, you uh, inspire me every day. So thank, thank you, you so me. very much. I appreciate it. Look, uh, people know about your program. They've, they've heard about your program. It, it, it's one that everybody talks about out there. Um, the Mel K show, you need to know about it. And, and if you want to sign up and follow, you know, go to, uh, the Mel K show.com. It's, it's just kind of very easy to do. I'm talking about some, if you want to get some hard hitting truth, if you want to understand what's going on, if you want to truly truly get your world rocked. This is a woman who can tell you this, and we're going to cover her story today. Her story is kind of uh, a very interesting one, and I uh, she refers to it as uh, from Hollywood to Hellwood. I love that. But first, Mel, look, I'm very curious. What was Mel the little girl like? Why don't you kind of take us from your beginnings? Where did this warrior come from? 
Uh, well, I'm very, very blessed. I have an amazing, amazing patriotic father that uh, we did not take America and being American citizens or the Constitution or Bill of Rights lightly. I, he had the Constitution on his wall from when I can remember growing up in his office. And uh, so I'm, I'm blessed in that sense. I grew up outside of Philadelphia. So, you know, every uh, school trip was to the where the you know, the founders actually hashed out the Constitution right. and the Ben Franklin Institute and all of that. So I always was very into American history. Um, my mom was a teacher for 30 years, so uh, wow. education was important. I have two sisters that are seven and eight years older than me, so I kind of had three mothers. Oh. And um, I was very curious, always very involved. My parents took me traveling all over the world. I was in Israel when I was four you know, for, for a big tour. And we went, I went all over the world and um, I was never treated really like a child. I was more, everything was about education in my home. And then by the time I was in sixth grade, both my sisters were in college. One's a lawyer and one's a doctor. Ah. So I had to figure out what to do. So I ended up uh, at first becoming a journalist and then a filmmaker. And I went to New York City as soon as I could and moved to New York and I uh, went to NYU. And that's how it started. And so NYU is where you uh, started your film stuff. You know, it's really interesting. I, I for, for a while, uh, lived at Rittenhouse Square. I had an office in Maniac. Right. Wow, of, of, Maniunk was cool back then. I don't know what's happening now since they uh, turned Philadelphia into a war zone. But wow, it was yep. cool back in the day. You used to have an office right there in Maniunk. Watched the scholars going up and down the river. Loved it. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I loved my time there. I'd, I'd pop in from Washington D.C. and so I had an office in D.C., office in Maniunk, and then I was doing a lot of work in New York, and I do it. So, when you chose to go into film, what was it that spurred you? to get into film and media and writing? Well, I was always very into film, but then my parents said you could, that I had to get a, a real degree. So, <laughs> you know, listening to my parents, I got a degree in something that was used to be known as journalism right. from NYU. Right. Uh, now, <laughs> now I'm not sure like what that does, but, but oddly enough, because I have always been conservative, I was always a big patriot. I was like my dad, from the beginning, you know, he always talked to me about, he was really thought the Clintons, he just told me like it is, he voted for Perot. I mean, right. this is a, this is there a guy go. I knew a lot. So being at uh, NYU as a journalism student, I wrote for the paper there and everything um, was uh, was interesting, but it, it hadn't become full liberal yet. I actually have a professor from undergrad that is like out there also doing this kind of work. Um, so it's it's interesting, but what happened was I uh, I really wanted to go to film school. I like filmmakers um, that no longer really are studied. Uh, my favorite filmmakers were John Cassavetes, Kubrick, Frankenheimer. You know, these are, I wanted to make movies that made people uh, feel something right. and, and feel different and, and see the world different. And so I was in journalism, obviously, and I I, I had worked around. I worked. Uh, at MTV News, and I worked a little at CNN. I worked at Good Morning America, and then, and this is, I'm still going to school. I also became a stand-up comic during that time. Really? Yeah, I and, love that. And then uh, through all of that, I uh, I decided to go back and uh, get a degree in film where I focused on screenwriting, and I ended up using my journalism as kind of my screenwriting background together, and I ended up being somebody that people went to or. I am a historical drama screenwriter. That's so that's wow. what I've done is I've I dug into that. history and then turned that into films. And the reason that this happened was when I was in my second year at NYU, 
I got a book called Eichmann in Jerusalem, The Banality of Evil by Hannah Arendt. And I became obsessed with Hannah Arendt. I read every book. People would be like, what are you reading? And I'd be like reading this thick of a book of uh, origins of totalitarianism. Right. But when I went, I always thought I want to I want to write the screenplay of what happened to her when she went to the Eichmann trial through The New Yorker to report on it as a Jew who had escaped and they didn't like what she had to say. And I loved this book and I loved her and I became obsessed. So I wanted to write a screenplay about her. So I said, you know what, I'm going to go back and study screenwriting. And that that was how that happened. And really, it's because I realized so much of the history that we were taught was untrue. That's right. That's right. Everything and, you and thought I you knew said, is not I'm true. I'm going to figure out how to use film to tell the truth. And uh, that's that's what I did. And so you plopped out in Hollywood. Just a side note. Uh, you, I mean, you know my history stuff. One of the movies I always fantasize about I'd love to make, I'd love to tell the story of Squanto, the real story wow. of Thanksgiving. Right? You know Squanto oh, the Indian? Time, take some time off at some point and do it. There, there's a formula. That's the great thing about screenwriting. There's a formula, and, and you can learn it. It would be interesting, but I, I agree with you. Our history is all upside down. Our history is all tweaked to tweak our minds. That's why I say in my uh, program, you're here to get a mental enema. By the way, shout out to all my listeners on Real Talk FM 93.3 uh, for uh, tuning in. Uh, and I'll uh, turn you on to the best stuff in the in the world, guys. You've got to go to the Mel K Show. Go to the MelKShow.com. I'm telling you, this warrior princess is one of a kind. You're going to want to go there. And that's why she's leading this cause. She's bringing what hides in the shadows out into the sunlight so hang tight, folks. We're going to continue on this journey. It's about to get interesting. Be right back. See, I told you learning how to tell the world to cut the crap would make you feel great. There's more to come. Jovan will be right back. Hey, guys, do you know I've had the best night's sleep of my life? And it was as simple as just changing my pillows. I know that may sound stupid. Look, you've seen Mike Lindell and his wonderful product, My Pillow. I actually just didn't think a pillow could change my life. I finally got my pillows. Now, let me tell you about my sleep habits. Number one, you know, when we do this every 12 hours, we're joining together to do my broadcast every 12 hours. Sleep is so precious to me. And I was very lucky, very lucky to get three to four hours of really good sleep any one night. I used to use nine pillows, and it's because I've broken so much in my body, old battle wounds, broken arms, you name it, sleep was not my friend. And it was ruining my health, tremendously ruining my health. Well, I saw Mike's commercial, didn't know Mike for a long time. I finally broke down and got my pillows. I took those nine pillows, I tossed them out completely, went to two my pillows. I'm asleep, I'm telling you now, where I used to lay there a couple hours not getting to sleep, I'm asleep now in 15 minutes or sooner. It is a gift. Look, you need to go to mypillow.com forward slash Jovan, J-O-V-A-N. You need to do that so you can get my discount. You want to get my discount on everything that Mike sells. Now, I can tell you, Living honest-to-God proof that my sleep has changed. The fact that I can go to sleep in 15 minutes and not lay there literally for two hours has basically gave him, given me almost two hours of sleep back. That is an incredible gift. 
I sleep more soundly. I sleep all night long. Now, of course, I've gone into other products, right? I now use uh, the bed toppers. I now wear the slippers. Hey, folks, go to MyPillow.com forward slash Jovan. You have to put your promo code of Jovan in to get my discount. You get a bigger, better discount. MyPillow.com. Your promo code is Jovan. I'm telling you, if you cherish your sleep, you know that feeling when you just can't wait to get to bed and you lay down and you go, oh, man, and it's just the best part of your day and you want to wake up feeling great. I hadn't had that for decades until I decided to switch to my pillow and I switched everything. Folks, do yourself a favor, get your beautiful sleep back. Go to mypillow.com. Use your promo code Jovan. Mypillow.com. Use your promo code Jovan. You're going to find out you want all the things Mike is offering and you want to help him fight for America too. And this is how you do it. Mypillow.com. Promo code Jovan. We're back. Now let's continue to fight back and take back our country by learning how to tell the politically correct to cut the crap. Here's Jovan. Hey folks, we're back. We're talking to the one, the authentic, the true warrior princess that is fighting this conservative war for us. Um, I loved the fact that the women of America are standing up. And one of these key women is Mel Kay, my guest today. And she is bringing what hides in the shadows into the sunlight through her work. But Mel, uh, we have this in common. We both did time both in New York, and you're still there, but I did my Manhattan time. I did my Los Angeles time. And there's an interesting quote I saw from you. You said you went from Hollywood to Hellwood. I want to know that story. <laughs> well, you know, my thing is that I, I started this journey uh, quite long, uh, about 10 years ago. What, what really happened is that I, when I was young in New York City, I had become very aware of uh, Jeffrey Epstein and, and a lot of the stuff that was going on in the entertainment business with him. I had interned around Manhattan and uh, and I knew uh, a few of the models right. that were living in these model apartments in New York. And I, uh, I I saw that. I knew that. And I I really I didn't get too close. I was still studying. And then I went on. I, I went to Hollywood uh, with my second screenplay. And then I started working and I was very, very lucky. Um, first, I had a mentor in New York who was very high up in the business, still is. And he said, do not go to L.A. without a job. You don't go there to become famous. You don't go there to, with, to fulfill your dreams. You go there already stable or you will. He begged me not to go. Or you'll get eaten, right? Was, yeah. He said, you, you don't, you're too insecure. They'll eat you alive out there. I'm like, what? I wanted a million. I'm the one, you know. But luckily, it was excellent advice. And yes. I didn't get sucked in immediately. But what I did do was start working. Right. And I, I worked a lot and I, I moved up in certain places and doing different things. And I was at a place where I was regularly invited and went to the Golden Globes for like 12 years. I went right. to the Emmys, to the big parties and something happened in uh, in uh, I'd say like early 2000s. And I started to realize that the same kind of group of people that were running New York City when I saw some very bad stuff as a kid going on were in LA. And that included the whole Epstein crew. 
And but what but what happened in that period of time, and I remember Mike Ovitz wrote an article about it or an interview, did an interview and his life was ruined shortly after. Right. But there was a situation where everything that was very covert about and, and this has been going on forever. You know, a lot of people know about the LSD and the, you know, the, the communes and, you know, Manson's connection to the CIA and Tavistock Institute, all that stuff. But um, I, I really didn't know that much. And um, I'd say, but probably 2002, 2003, while we're watching all these little girls be exploited and arrested and, uh, you know, sex tapes coming out, there was something going on where, where pedophilia and trafficking of women and children was no longer hidden. Right. And if you knew what you were seeing, you were horrified, not only that it was openly uh, being kind of accepted, but um, there was also the period where the whole Michael Jackson trial was going on. Right. When I tell you the same exact time, well, I learned how they how they do this. They put something in front of you. But at that same exact time, I'm regularly sh going to parties or this and that late at night. And there's a lot of kids around that are alone or with their managers or agents. And I'm thinking you're all outraged about this. Yet this is happening right here, you know, and nobody's doing anything. And I knew a lot about people that were coming in and out of Disney and Nickelodeon. And at that time, I, uh, I really started to say something's wrong. Right. You know, like, and, and there were a couple other people way bigger than me. And I saw them systematically speak out and have their lives destroyed yep. and, and manipulated. And, um, and I got to a place where I said, I'm not scared to talk about this, and I did, but I knew I had to leave. So I, uh, I basically one day I was working at E. I packed up my car. I said I don't want to be a part of this. Uh, working at E, also I saw the whole reality TV thing come in, which I also think is a psychological operation of some sort. You better believe I knew it is. All about the CIA being involved in the U.S. military. So I just said. I don't want to do this anymore. And luckily by that time, there was a lot of work in New York and there wasn't when I left. So I came back to New York <laughs> thinking, oh, well, I'm going to go back to where, you know, it's well, little did I know I hadn't been back since before 9-11. But I, I just packed everything up and came to New York and I started talking about it more. Um, and then that's around the time that, um, well, the first Epstein case happened. But at that time, when I came back to New York, I realized that um, it, it the, the whole the the whole culture I, I call it like the they went from the you know the Ten Commandments to the Seven Deadly Sins had kind of taken over the this elitist class in New York that unfortunately because of my job and what I had been doing I had an open door into and I I really just started thinking you know, somebody's got to do something. This has a lot to do with the Clintons too. Right. And, and the Hamptons and, and how people were treated and Weinstein. I mean, it, this was not hidden what was going on. No, it's right and, out in the, uh, it's a right out in the open secret. I used to yeah. complain even being in LA or my time in Manhattan, I was amazed at how many Wall Street bankers and stuff that would openly just talk about young girls or in fact, even their own children. I can remember being at a dinner one night uh, big Goldman Sachs executives without naming names. And they're bragging about how many girls their two sons bed and their 15 and 14 year olds and all the cool drugs they really do. And all I could say was you're talking about your children and them bringing in all these girls in your home and this drugs. I mean, 
are you kidding me? And they said, well, they're going to do them anyway. Might as well do them at home. It was a really interesting juxtaposition of what people will accept. Although, very funny thing, Matt Walsh put out yesterday that, you know, Bill Cosby's coming out and going to do a new uh, tour, right? And asked for the, well, what, what should we name his tour? My, my vote was, here, have another drink. <laughs> yeah, you know Bill Cosby lived across the street from Epstein, right? I did not know that. Yeah. Wow, that's just a short hop for fetishes. Holy smokes. Yeah, and, and underground tunnels over in that area. So I know, had uh, no idea. Yeah, but when we welcome back these people, listen, there's no no crime in America that is worse that has happened to we the people than the Clintons never being brought to justice. Very true. And and the biggest part is that that people still act as if Bill Clinton uh was not on Epstein Island, was not best friends. With Jeffrey Epstein. I mean, Absolutely. I can go back to Mena, Arkansas and have 14 things I want to talk to Bill Clinton about. But that he's gotten a pass on that, which is what I think Jovan is the biggest problem right now with, for everything, is a total lack of accountability, a post-justice America, and the fact that we, the people of the United States, keep, like, you know, even go back to the Warren Commission report. And, you know, now it's coming out again. I've talked about it for decades. But, again, everything that's happened since then Something other, there's a traumatic programming. I've learned a lot about this from a, a couple of MK Ultra survivors and stuff. Some kind of trauma happens in the nation and they just skip over the idea that we need to investigate and have some justice. Let's carry that over the to the next segment, folks. This get interesting. Be right back. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daly on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight, Jovan will be right back. Guys, I want to have a very serious discussion with you about your home, your family, and your finances. You know that uh, our nation is suffering right now with this mail-order maladministration that's been selected, not elected, and put in the White House. It makes our future look bleak financially, especially when you consider 47, yes, $47 trillion has vaporized in our stock market. Additionally, this administration has printed... More money in the last two years than the previous hundred years combined. That's a big problem. Now, if you want to play it safe and you want to protect your family, you need to think about your IRA, your 401k, your retirement savings account, okay? This is a big geopolitical deal. You need to check out JovanLovesGold.com. Yes, JovanLovesGold.com, and I do. Now, here's why you need to do it. This is not about you buying gold. Get it straight. This is about you can make a move, just a financial move, a lateral move. You're not liquidating your retirement or anything like that. You're just making your move to switch it from the markets to fixing it in gold. Gold has lasting value. You need to lock it in. If you will reach out to jovanlovesgold.com, that's jovanlovesgold.com. And by the way, there's a $10,000 incentive to do it because if you qualify, you might get $10,000 more added to your account in silver from our partners at Gold Co. 
You need to check it out. You need to fortify yourself and you need to make sure absolutely you're protected because you don't want to keep on losing money because of this maladministration. Now, that's all for you at jovanlovesgold.com. Please go there, jovanlovesgold.com. Now, I want to tell you about one other. I want to tell you about something that's kind of scary, especially if you're a homeowner. Now, you know in this day and age that you can check for your title online, you can check your ownership online. Hell, uh, even people are having registering online. We know how dangerous registering to vote online is. You can't confirm the papers there. Here's what you need to know. You know, your deed to your home is the only thing that proves you own it. Did you know that crooks can get online, look up your deed, print a simple form of that deed, affix their name to it, submit it, right? Submit it. And then all of a sudden they own your home and then they can flip and sell your home. You've seen all this craziness buying and selling homes online. This can all literally be done, maybe 60, 90 days. You don't even know it. And all of a sudden somebody has stolen the title to your house. They've borrowed against it. Now it's sold property and you're left with it. And this is a hard crime to fix. Look, that's why I want to tell you about HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. You can go to slash Jovan or just put in the promo code Jovan. Register your address right now. No obligation report. It's a home title report. It's $100 value. You get it free. Again, you get your home title report at HomeTitleLock.com forward slash Jovan. Your promo code is Jovan. You want to lock your title, folks. People can do this online right now. When they're stealing our voting records and they're stealing databases and credit card information, they're going to find your home. And you don't know it till it's gone, till it's after the fact, and you've lost your asset. Do yourself a favor, hometitlelock.com forward slash Jovan, promo code Jovan. Get the $100 value free, no obligation home title report. That's it. Titlelock.com forward slash Jovan. Folks, do it now. Did you know that Jovan is the only private citizen which has a full webpage dedicated to him on the Secretary of Georgia's government website? Why? Because politicians are deathly afraid of Jovan, his reach, his fans, and his calling him out publicly and telling them to cut the crap. They know Jovan empowers the people, and corrupt politicians do not want the people knowing the truth. Now, let's get back to it. Okay, folks, we're back. Um, you know, one thing... Our government does not want you to know. They don't want you to know that they hate accountability and transparency. Now, in the media, the media's kind of, you know, put out their hands. We know it's all fake and it's all bogus. But they don't want any accountability at all. That was one of the things we're talking about with Mel Kay, where we were. We were talking about lack of accountability, right? I yeah. tell people I was part of this. I treated my ballot like a lottery ticket. I only voted for the president's kind of like, oh, we get to a billion dollars, I'll play. I never voted for a mayor or a city council person. I didn't think it was important. And I'm telling you what, I was part of what screwed the pooch and here we are. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's the, uh, the biggest part of all of this is I, I think most people are pretty aware uh, that something is very wrong and that I, I believe firmly, my own belief, that there is no left and right. There is no Republican and Democrat right now that we have a... A uniparty that is not even in control. I believe that there's a billionaire trillionaire class. You and I have both come face to face with these folks. 
that believe that they are superior. They are in, aligned with global people all over the world. It's not a conspiracy. It's very true. You can align it to uh, JFK's warnings about secret societies. Right. And I've talked many times about that. I believe that now I call it the Poison Ivy League is a breeding ground for these type of people. And what's really going on and what I was talking about with you in the last segment is there is a class of people in America that are aligned globally, that are aligned with uh, very powerful people that pump a lot of money into D.C., I, I don't know how the vassal state at this point is running. I'd love to know. Are they still loyal to or were they ever loyal to the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the right. rule of law? Because it is a vassal state. And what does that mean? Because the other two vassal states are the city of London, uh, which is not London, which is basically the Rothschild Bank of London and the Vatican. Right. And I just learned recently that apparently the Bank of International Settlements is some kind of immune vassal state as well. Really? Yeah. So when I'm looking through all of this and thinking, where is this language coming from? I've really looked through the first 30 executive orders and a lot of stuff going on and, and really tried to put together the dots. And I have come to believe that um, from the attempted murder of Reagan. Right. That our country was fully usurped and that both Bushes, Obama and Clinton were all working for the same master. And that master is a is a over is an oligarchy, a technocrat oligarchy that has really pulled the wool over our eyes. I'm a big uh, believer that the United Nations is one of the biggest frauds ever pulled on our nation. And most people, when they hear about I talk a lot about the World Economic Forum, which I don't think it's them. I think that they're a front. They, they're, they're fine being the PR right. uh, group behind it all. Right. But the World Economic Forum joined openly saying that they were basically in cahoots with the UN in 2008, if not before that. I think a lot happened in 2008, 2005, 6, 7, 2, 8, to the crash that brings us where we are now. And these this global, um, we're watching, it's a global takeover, it's a global coup. That is who placed, in my opinion, Joe Biden in office. And all you have to do, and I say this to anyone out there that says, well, you know, they say it's a conspiracy theory. I say, do this. Go to weforum.org, World Economic Forum's website. Go to who.org. Go to the UN, our common agenda pages. Go to the IMF, the World Bank, BIS, and Joe Biden's executive orders. And you're going to find the exact same language, the exact same goals, and that he is doing this as fast as possible. You know, also, I was I was behind yeah. the I was behind the curve on this, and I'll just tell it like it is. I first met the Bushes uh, late '80s. I loved Barbara Bush. I really did. I loved Barbara Bush, and I thought the Bushes were great. Never kind of challenged them anything else. Had been in D.C. when the Bush administration comes in, uh, as I was as as the Clinton administration's going out. I liked the Bushes. I even have to admit, I liked Mitt Romney, right? Mitt Romney, Bain Capital, investor in my company, until, and I didn't believe there was a cabal. I, I have to admit, I didn't, I couldn't put my head around there was a cabal because you know what? Big people can't work together. <laughs> they fight and spat and bicker. And I couldn't get my head around it. And I was dead freaking wrong till I got in this mess and audits and stuff and my eyes have been opened. It has been there all the time, staring us in the face. But I was one of those people that refused to believe it. Yeah. 
Well, you know, the hard part is that becoming, you know, this is the difference between us. This is why I liked that Trump was a CEO that became the president. And I'd prefer that. Absolutely. Like you said, like you say in your promos, as somebody in what you do or Rob as a banker before 2008, the government is on top of your every move. You make one wrong move, you're going to prison. That's right. Okay. But our government functions as if there is no prison, there is no accountability, there is no criminal side. What is very hard to, to, to really just swallow is there is a group in America that are hell-bent on keeping this uh, cabal going. And they will do anything, including murders, including setting people up, blackmail, bribery. It is a senior executive service. It's been going on. People should look into the beginning of the FBI and who J. Edgar Hoover was and what really happened and how we got here. Because a lot of things have happened over the years that get pushed down and explained by our mockingbird, now full-on military-industrial complex-run media. Right. And we have to understand, I don't believe that this is as much about we, the people of the United States, as it is about these people staying out of prison. And I agree with that now. They know, they know that they're in trouble. Let me ask you a question. On any front, in your mind, are we winning? Yes. Let's go through it. I mean, I, I, I know we're in many ways getting our tails handed to us, and it feels like all of us, you know, we feel lost at times. It's all hell in a handbasket. And I tell people, the only reason they censor us is not because we're lying. It's because we're telling the truth, folks. Tell us where we're winning. I think we're winning in a lot of places. First of all, you have come, you were up close and personal with a lot of these people, especially the very, like when you talked about the, the bankers that right. were bragging about their kids. I was invited to like events where they were like, you know, they paid money to go to these things. I mean, right. these are, we're talking about a class of very bad people. The good news is that I believe that the majority of Americans are aware. And and what, what I also believe is that enough has been seen on enough levels that could not be held back, that could not be censored. You and I didn't go in and hide in, you know, and think, oh, well, they're out, they, they put us out there and they're saying that we're this or that. We said, no, you know what? We're going to let them uh, come at us. I have a friend right. that uh, was a whistleblower on MK Ultra uh, a long time ago. Clinton had to end the program, end, which it didn't. Uh, and, and she was running and she said to the guy who saved her, one of the guys from the FBI, uh, where, where should I go? I have nowhere to run. And he said, run right at him. And I think that's where we are right now is, is we, the people of the United States, have to run right at the criminals. But I like we have that. To also, we also have to understand that we have to open the tent to everyone. I will tell you, um, last week, this is a, a big win. Uh, I, I did a roundtable with a, an avowed communist, a straight up Marxist, uh, a libertarian, uh, committed progressive and me. And it's going around and it's getting crazy. It was an end of year thing on this show, Convo Couch. And at the very end, we all agreed that we the people are to blame for where we are, that the District of Columbia is a cesspool that is not possible to be fixed without full transparency and the American people getting up, being adults and saying, I don't care what the truth is. I want to know it. Right. I want to know every lie. I want to know what happened in 2000. I want to know what happened in 2008. I want to know all the facts about all of this stuff. And you and I did a show about um, Facts First USA and their whole plan, and it's getting worse. It's not up to D.C. or left or right or Republican or Democrat to decide when they're going to tell us the truth about the last 20 years. That's right. It's up to us. And that's why we the people need to be judge and jury. And I think that there's enough people, if we open the tent to all Americans and say, you know what? 
your Black Lives Matter, and I don't know what the Women's March was about still to this day, and your abortion marches are being paid, bought and paid for by a bunch of billionaire trillionaires that want us hating each other and do not care. Because if they win, you're not marching about anything. That's ever right. Again. You're just marching okay. off to your own death, your children that you may have in the future. You, you might not want any children, but you got nieces, nephews, cousins, and stuff, right. and they're going to be marched off to the death camps. Hey, what do you think about this uh, recent thing with uh, throwing out on the floor Donald J. Trump as speaker? It kind of threw a bomb out there, didn't it? Yeah, I knew it was coming, and, it, and it's quite an idea. Uh, I don't know what will come of it, but what I will say, Jovan, is it's really interesting. I, I'm watching all these. Uh, now, remember, I believe that it's an oligarchy, billionaire, trillionaire class that is either bribed, paid off, selected for reasons obvious. Uh, all the people that are basically in D.C. right now, I think, like, the lobbyists are bri like legalized bribery, all this. So we have to understand none of these people have power at all, and until we clean out the swamp, neither does the president. Right. No matter what Trump wanted to do. That's true. The senior executive service, CIA, all the intelligence agencies, they are aligned with the globalist plan. Absolutely. They, they really want America destroyed from within. We're watching a controlled demolition of our country. Um, what I do think is that I'm proud of these Republicans that Dan Crenshaw of the World Economic Forum is calling terrorists because I don't believe that our government should walk in lockstep. I don't believe I believe that the Democratic Party is a real problem because they do. That's and right. I want politicians that step up and say that because I believe that the World Economic Forum, the UN, and the banking cartel has infiltrated our country from the local, state, and national, federal level. We need to weed out these people and find out who they are. Uh, I was talking to Dr. Malone. We were agreeing anyone that's in, in, aligned with this globalist plan that has taken money from any of the UN smart city stuff any of the world economic changers or global or young global leaders, first of all, should should register as foreign agents. They are not working for we the people. Correct. And second of all, we need to start taking responsibility, not just on the local level, in the elections. What have our local politicians snuck through that is undermining the sovereignty, the freedom and the liberty of the United States? And if we all really are honest about the central bank digital currency, about the ESG scores, about the 30 by 30 land grab, about the executive orders, and then look into where's the UN and the World Economic Forum in my local community? Right. Where is the smart city contract? Who's Who gets these contracts? You follow that money to the top, the American people will be furious enough to say, you know what, we'll put aside our differences and go forward. And you and I wouldn't have a voice if we weren't winning. That's, That's true. That's mean. true. Uh, um I referred to what we do as dead man talking, because that's exactly where they want us, is dead man talking. They take us out in a heartbeat if they can. This is an interesting time in history. I say 2020 is one of the greatest gifts humankind has ever been given. It took one man standing up. I've always said, Donald, somebody that came in that's a businessman and runs our country as the business it is, instead of as a never-ending wall of nonprofit that takes from us, we'd win. And that's what happened with Donald J. Trump. And that's what the system cannot allow to happen any longer. Mel, when we come back here in the last segment, I would be really interested if you have maybe kind of a top three things that we as Americans should be focusing on. Folks, we're talking with the wonderful, the powerful, the incredible Mel Kay. Make sure you uh, check out her show and her website, The Mel Kay Show. Hang tight, folks. Be right back right after this. 
Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daly on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight, Jovan will be right back. Folks, one of the ways I keep up my hectic schedule and can deal with all the stress of the audits, uh, keep on pushing through legislation, and keep on doing my program for you every 12 hours is I try to pay attention to my nutrition. Now, you know I'm a gardener. If you followed me for a while, you know I love gardening. I try to eat as good as I can. But many times when I'm on the road and I'm having to do the program, I cannot eat great. Most people are just not eating great. We're not eating like our grandparents used to eat, where they'd eat you know, all kinds of fruits and vegetables to stay healthy. We were a lot healthier then. Don't believe me? Go back and Google a photo of a beach, your favorite beach in 1970. Look at the people. We were so much healthier. It's because we didn't have all this synthet synthetic crap just added to our food. So I just want to let you know, one of the ways I'm able to maintain my energy, and I'm telling you, I feel it instantly when I do this, because I just do a scoop, shake it in water, and boom, I'm ready to go. What is it? Well, it's called Field of Greens. You may have heard that name. I am very, very, very picky on this kind of stuff. I don't like regular chelated vitamins, you know, the ones that kind of come in pill form. The reality is, folks, you need to know this, you just poop them out. Our digestive systems are racked. You poop them out. You're not doing any good. There's no difference in your body. You want an instant difference in your body? You have to have your supplements that are in a way that not only are natural, but go right into your system. So think about a powder. This is a powder. It's a full spectrum of essential vegetables and fruits, plus science-backed herbs and prebiotics that go right into your body. You just take a scoop, put it in water. I've done every one of them. Every one of them, they're organic, they're wonderful, in water. I mean, it's a treat. These things taste great. Now, they work fast. I literally, my body tells me I feel it in minutes because I can. I get more energy. Uh, my skin's starting to change too. It's really weird. My skin, my hair, where I was losing some hair is actually, to me, looking a little bit of that it's coming back. And I'm kind of excited what's going to happen when I go get my next physical. So, what I'm doing is I take Field of Greens. It's just a simple powder you put in water. Would you do me a favor and at least go check it out? Just go to fieldofgreens.com. Use your promo code Jovan. You're going to get 15% off your first order just by mentioning me, fieldofgreens.com forward slash Jovan. By the way, if you want them regularly shipped to you, you can. You're going to get another 10% off. This stuff is a miracle in our fast-paced society, especially when we're stressing out like we all are about what's going on. Folks, fillthegreens.com forward slash Jovan and use Jovan as the promo code. Get it done now. Can you feel it? You're getting more powerful by the minute. Just think of the impact your voice will have simply because you know how to tell the culture, race, and American political prostitutes. They all need to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Let's get back to Jovan and his final words for this week's program.
Okay, guys, we're back with the incredible Mel Kay, and you need to basically go check out the Mel Kay show. Uh, I truly believe this. I mean, it, the deepest part of my heart and soul, you are such an amazing woman warrior. I mean that, making a difference, and I don't kiss ass. I'm just telling you, like, I, <laughs> I might be an ass, but I don't kiss ass, right? Uh, I'm just telling yeah. you like it is, you, and... and I am just so thankful that you're willing to fight for this uh, country. Now, let's kind of take that as a cue. If you were talking out there, it doesn't matter if it's female-specific or just Americans. Let's kind of go through this in the last seven minutes here. What are the three things that people that are watching and listening need to focus on, get real about, and get engaged so we make sure we save our great republic? Well, I'll tell you, I, I said that uh, earlier on, I'm a, I, I like to think that I'm a scholar of, but uh, the person who inspired me the most in my thinking is Hannah Arendt. And uh, I just want to say she had a she had a comment when asked uh, in her older age uh, about what happened in Nazi Germany. And she said it wasn't the convinced communists or the avowed uh, Nazi that was the problem. It was the apathetic German that allowed what happened in Germany. And that always stuck in my head, along with her explanation of the banality of evil, which we are seeing all around us, which is really people saying, it wasn't me, I'm following orders. Both are unacceptable at this point. That's right. Um, and I want people to understand that when I, I still write screenplays, but when I get back to it someday, there's something called stakes in life. Like, what are the stakes? What It was always, if you're not, if you're in, uh, if you're writing a screenplay or even acting or whatever, and you don't know the stakes of that scene, throw it out. There's no reason to have anything that's not moving the story forward uh, in, in any kind of plot. Well, we have to understand the stakes for the United States of America right now. And those stakes include letting down the rest of the world. Right. So, you know, there is no, I'm not into politics right now. This is not politics. This is survival. That's right. And humanity is, is, is the goal. And uh, I really want people to start understanding and listening to what these people are saying stop listening to the media and like i said go to weforum.org and put in global governance then go to all the websites i mentioned connected to them and put in global governance you will understand that what is happening to the united states is that and and i want people to really really understand what's happening to our country which is there is a global public-private partnership of stakeholders. They are considered the multinational corporation boards and the international banks. And what they have done, and they, they laid it out in 2019 before the pandemic, was they decided to do something called going direct to the people. I believe what this means is that through corporations and the banks and the regulators and everything that you talk about with the go uh go woke, go broke program, they are skipping our constitution and our bill of rights and our government. Yes. Who, who they've demoted to junior partners in running the planet and they're going directly for the people. Mm -hmm. This is how the pandemic happened worldwide. And they are a small group of about 3,000 people. But you have to understand and pay attention because the propaganda cannot work if you understand you're being manipulated. Absolutely. So, that's the most important thing to me is for people to understand our government is broken. It has been blackmailed. It has been uh, bribed. It has been manipulated. A lot of people there, like you say, Jovan, were selected because of that. We need to say, 
I have power in my jurisdiction. I have power in my home. Right. I have power over my kids. I have power where I shop. I have power with who I support. And you take that. Then you go to your city council. Another thing, Jovan, I think people should be doing is finding out who's in your city council, who's your land management. They're about to go try to take land. Uh, this 30 by 30 thing, people have to look up. Who's your mayor? Who's running all these programs? Make a list. Put it on on your on your la, uh, desktop. Have their email addresses, and once a week check in with them, like you would your employee. Right. We have to start treating I love these that. people as employees. I love that. And your local community, you don't want to go to meetings. Fine. Just make sure that they know your name. To do that much, make sure that them and their assistants know your name. And once a week, you say, you know what? This is my 15 minutes that I'm going to be in the fight. And I'm going to go down my list of local officials and say, what have you done in this past week? Or Google their names and see what they have done and say, I don't like this. This isn't going to work for me. And you tell everyone in your neighborhood to do that. I think we need to go back to fellowship and to neighborhood watch. But this time it's not really neighborhood watch. It's a watch over our government. Right. You know, these these are easy things to do. People are dying for community right now. And we can really make this happen. But we have to be proactive and find your your place. Like I say to people, listen, if you don't want to do a show like me or Jovan, or you don't want to start a blog, or you don't want to do that, you know, share our shows, share our newsletters, but also maybe you can do something else. You know, maybe you could just have people, we were invited to a house in uh, in Florida, in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, where a whole bunch of great patriots were there that are doing different things all over the country just to kind of check in with how everything was going. And I think, Jovan, you're a big part of this. I know Patrick is trying to do this too. We have to remember that the other side is a machine. That's right. And a lot of those people over there, unlike us, are being used, useful idiots as, as per Hitler and Mao and everyone, and they don't even know it. So another thing I think people need to start doing is start meeting people where they are. Find common ground at every chance you can get and just start opening up the door because they have us divided. This is coming from the very top, the billionaire, trillionaire, oligarchy class does not care about any of us. That's and right. what's interesting, Jovan, and I'm sure you're seeing this, is the millionaires and billionaires not in the club are starting to realize that they're in serious trouble too. That's right. You know, so, so remember, we're all on an equal playing field if they kick us into the central bank digital currency and the social credit score. But we're not there yet, and we still have a lot we can do. But those are things that I would say. Start becoming an employer of your government, especially locally. Let them know you're watching them. Two, fight where you can. Meet people where they are. And again, reject being put in a group. I love you that. Know, Fan it works so much. Be, be team you and your family. I Whatever's love Whatever's in, in closest to you physically is your team. You are not part of a Republican or Democrat party that doesn't exist. You are part of the human race. And I, and I do want to remind the American people, this is not a war. Uh, we're in a world war. It is a psychological war. Uh, I would suggest everyone go look up. Uh Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. What can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is, learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Cut the Crap's not just a radio program, it's a movement. 
The right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority. And we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Joe Von Hutt and Pulitzer on all social media. See you next week. And between now and then, take a stand and tell them all to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. I know, folks, you're stressing over our mail order maladministration government. We have selected, not elected. I'm encouraging you just try out two things that I'm doing to stay ahead of the, the stress, which feels like it's killing us besides killing our nation. Do yourself a favor. Go to MyPillow.com forward slash Jovan. You're going to change your pillow and sheets anyway and get new ones. Why don't you support an American company, an American cause? If they'll use your promo code Jovan, you're going to get extra special savings because you use the promo code Jovan. I'm telling you. I used to take two hours or more to get to sleep and only sleep for a few hours. Now I'm asleep. I'm telling you, 15 minutes or less, I'm out like a baby. And that's because of MyPillow.com forward slash Jovan. Use your promo code Jovan. I guarantee you'll be happy you did. The other part of it is part of having good sleep and keeping up with the stress is to have good nutrition. Do yourself a favor. Go to filledupgreens.com. Use your promo code Jovan there. Think about this. All your vitamins and stuff you need. Full spectrum essential vegetables and fruits. It's vegetables and fruits. That's it. It's powdered. Very finely powdered. One scoop. I mean, you can even eat the stuff. You can sprinkle it on cereal. You can use it in baking. It's your vitamin in powder form. Instead of pooping out the pill form, which does no good for your body, take it in the powder form. One scoop, put it in water, shake it up, boom, boom, 10 minutes are done. But I'm telling you, I can feel it immediately when I do it. I can feel my body going, thank you, thank you, thank you. Imagine how well I'm doing with great sleep and great vitamins. It's about the only way I'm keeping up with this horrible stress in my life with the audits and election integrity. Do me a favor, go to fillthegreens.com. Your first order, use your promo code Jovan. You're going to get 15% off. And if you do a regular shipment, you'll get another 10% off. Do it now, folks. Take care of yourself.